0: Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, September 21st. And you are listening to NFL Total Access,
2: the podcast. Uh-huh.
1: Those are the voices of today's podcast jazz trio Michael Robinson and Willie McGinnis four Super Bowl rings between them. And of course, the host of NFL Total Access, MJ Acosta Ruiz on today's episode, the T.A. Game of the Week. Bit of an obvious choice, really. Future Hall of Famer Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Did you know that Sunday at Raymond James will be the first time in NFL history in which a single game featured starting quarterbacks with three or more NFL MVP awards? Rodgers actually leads Brady in that category, four to three. Who will lead at the end of this game? Stay right there. That's coming up. Plus, Kurt Warner's already in the Hall of Fame, and that more than qualifies him to sound off on Sunday's matchup between MVP frontrunner Josh Allen and the six-touchdown kid Tua Vailoa. What is Kurt seeing from these guys that we aren't? Also on the pod, is the Eagles' biggest problem in the stands? Mike Robb will examine. And how expensive a September is Lamar Jackson making this for the Ravens' check writers? Mike Robb will explain. And finally, when is it time to hit the panic button on the Titans, Raiders, Bengals, and Colts? The answer, as it turns out, is right now. Well, not right now. That's coming up, too. But first, the T.A. game of the week. Rodgers, Brady, Bucks, and Pack were kicking this one off a little early.
2: All right, so Brady, interesting fact that we learned today, has won the Super Bowl each season that he has played against Rodgers in the regular season, regardless of the outcome Uh of the game. So 2014, 2018, and 2020. But in this particular matchup, because they've both been going through it the first couple weeks of the season, which number 12 has the biggest challenge on Sunday, Willie? I think you guys need to show me.
3: Oh, you telling us to get up and go walk? <laughs> you know I can get up and go walk. Come now, on, get. Willie. Now, Come get. on, Willie. Now, look, you, you look at both of these guys, right? You look at Aaron Rodgers, okay? Uh, TB12, your guy. Again, what we got? Green Bay first, we're going to talk about, look. You see how I pause, right? Uh, look, <laughs> you look at the Green Bay Packers and what they're doing with their offense. Their offense revolves around their two running backs, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. This is what I'm talking about, okay? They scheme this, right? They schemed this against the Bears last week. They were going to guard bubbles every single time, Willie. This is going to the one technique. You see the defensive end go underneath, and that gives a clear lane for Aaron Jones to go do what he does. He makes a guy miss, and when this guy gets in the second level, he is trouble for any defense, Willie. This is what I'm talking about with with Aaron Rodgers, getting him in a real system again. They're running or oh, running a play-action fake Everybody's to the bubble up. side. Everybody's, Everybody's up. Everybody's <laughs> up in that line of scrimmage. Where Aaron Jones? Where Aaron Jones at, right? And look at Aaron Rodgers. Being special, Aaron Rodgers. Throwing the ball, Sammy Watkins. One of them old guys at that wide receiver position. Oh, you giving about. Sammy some props. I'm giving Sammy a little <laughs> props today, well, Willie. You convinced me. But my question to you is, how, how do you defense that?
4: Well, you can defense it when you got a stout front seven. Oh, and we got a little term that we okay. say Up front, it's called build the wall, and the Bucks do the best job in football building the wall. They do it with five, six guys in the box. Here it is, count them out. They go to four horsemen. Watch they get penetration. Watch they build the wall. But not only that, they do a good job with bringing somebody on the The backside. Yeah, that's Mike Edwards right there. Now on the front side, it's important that you do it. That you set the edge. You always hear that. shaq Bear, take that tight end, push him in the C gap, set the edge. Where's the back going to go? You got penetration. You're playing on their side of the line of scrimmage, okay? Ooh. Now, you said he going to pull it out and go some play action? Right. Yes. We're not worried about that because the guys we got up front can win our one-on-ones. We're going to sit back in zones, okay? This is just a little buzz. He's going to buzz down like Edwards oh. was sitting in the zone the whole time, <laughs> reading the quarterback, drop down to the buzz, jump the route, Great uh, fundamentals technique and took it to the house. Now, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Aaron
3: Rodgers ain't Jameis Winston, so I know, you know, I know you're showing that perception <laughs> Gets the New Orleans Saints. Hey, I'm but just saying. Let's flip it up a little bit. I'm going to okay. look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' right. offense, what they need to do to, to create some offense. Again, get the ball to Lombardi Lenny, okay? Watch this double Manny. team. This is a gap scheme type of a run. When I say gap scheme, that means double teams and pullers, right? Follow the big butts. I got to watch my voice, right? You know, we got kids watching this, right? <laughs> but look, check it out. Watch the pullers. Look at that lane. Oh, I like Lombardi that. Lombardi Lenny, when he gets to the second level, he's going to make you pay from a physical standpoint. I and like again, and I'm not only talking about using Lombardi Lenny in the running game. How about in the mm. passing game? Willie, we talked about this yesterday. Tom Brady's one of those guys, right? He's one of those guys that if you leave the flat open 100 times, he's going to he's gonna throw that ball 100 he's times to, the, to the, the flat defender. Uh, Tom Brady is the perfect quarterback for this type of game. They're hurt on the outside. They're banged up up front in the offensive line. Ooh. Talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's perfect at getting the ball out of his hands, into his playmaker's hands, in space. Willie, how do you defend you it? You just wrote my script for me. <laughs> you just wrote my script.
4: Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, they know you're banged up, okay? So what we're going to do, we're going to get at you with our front four and bring a little bit more. Let me show you what happens when the Green Bay Packers, okay? Here's four guys up at the front. You got the big guys, you got the outside linebackers, but we're gonna walk Darnell Savage up there oh, too. They bring we're gonna extra. bring oh yeah, we're gonna bring a little bit extra if you're gonna hand the ball off like that. Now look, we already got penetration. Our safety up top, he's setting the edge, he's getting up top. Where is he gonna go? The edge is set, we got penetration, we got guys in the backfield, okay? Now. Here's a sneaky look. We're moving guys around, okay? You got a mobile quarterback. We're not yeah. worried about Brady moving except for in that box. We're going to get at you with the guys up front, and then we're going to play our quarters. Watch the guys come down. Look, everybody's covered. Yeah. Nobody's open Nobody right now. We're quarters. We're carrying all those different dudes, middle of the field, safety. We got a guy down here ready to get the crosser. You want to dump yeah. it off to that back? Go ahead. We got a man sitting there waiting for him, and we got a guy also running outside. But guess what? You can't set your feet. You can't get the ball out because we got guys in the backfield. We're winning our one-on-ones, and we're bringing one more than you can block. So I say it's real good on both sides of the ball. It's it's even matchups. But when you got important players that are down and not playing, and you got new guys trying to fill those shoes— Becomes a little more difficult. True.
2: We're going to get into a little bit of that and who's coming in for who later in the yeah. show. While you guys collect yourselves, let's bring in our NFL insider, Ian Rappaport, for more on the fallout from that Bucks saints and all the altercations that we saw last week. Ian, what's going on there?
5: Now, as you guys try to figure out who's going to win this game, take note. Mike Evans, the standout receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not going to play in it. That's because earlier today, James Thrash, the appeals officer, jointly appointed... Uh, the NFL and the NFLPA affirmed the suspension from the NFL for Mike Evans for his role in this fight you're seeing right here. Essentially, what the NFL decided and what James Thrash affirmed is that without Mike Evans' action, this brawl would not have been what it is. And by the way, this is the second time that Thrash has affirmed a suspension of Mike Evans. Same exact thing happened in 2017, also involving uh, involving Marshawn Lattimore. So Evans not going to play, which means the Bucs could be real shorthanded receiver Chris Godwin, not at practice today with a hamstring. We'll see if Cole Beasley is involved this Sunday. Meanwhile, remember Bruce Arians? You're seeing him right there. He was on the sidelines, all fiery during that brawl. Well, the NFL did not take kindly to the fact that he was on the sideline and involved in all, giving him a letter of reprimand and a warning for his actions, essentially saying, you are a leader. You should not be the one instigating this fight. You should be serving, if anything, as a peacemaker. Expect him to be not on the sidelines going
2: forward. The repercussions from this uh, um, huge fight there still coming into play. All right, Ian Rapport, thank you. Y'all are picking this game. Yeah. Willie, what you got?
4: Oh, <laughs> I took the Packers. Oh. I hate to do it, man. I took the Packers. And I wow. think I picked like 23-16 or something like that. Oh, you picked the not, Packers? Picked, yes, I, he picked against the Packers. You only know who the quarterback pick, for the other I do. Other team? It's not about
3: the quarterback. Very well knows who is. Yeah, I better check Willie's cell phone. I know that thing will be ringing here in a second. I got the Bucks <laughs> winning this one. 23 to 20, okay? Tom Brady, he understands he's been out before. He's been uh, with his receivers not being there with some All people. of them? Uh, I don't, <laughs> I, but I will say this is Tom Brady. I can't count him out.
4: Can't, I can't I, count. I, I, hear you're you. right. I agree with that there point. it was
1: just. <laughs>
2: Uh, my pick <laughs> is coming to you on Friday. Oh, you're going to hold up? So I'm holding, oh, I got, got it. You do. Give him a little tease, a little something to wait for.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better.
1: Okay, that's the T.A. game of the week. But if we're being honest, there may be no better game this week than the Bills and Dolphins. The AFC East showdown going down Sunday morning in Miami. Here with a closer look at the quarterbacks is a guy who knows a little something on the subject. Kurt Warner.
2: All right, Kurt, these two offenses can put up points. 40 burgers for all for each of them in this week. What are you liking so far from what you've seen from these QBs? And let's start with Tua.
6: Well, MJ, I know we're probably going to go back and forth all year long and talk about can Tua throw the ball down the field, the Tyreek Hill, does he have enough arm strength and all that stuff. What we always have to remember is that the quarterback position is played 90% of the time under 30 yards and that's where Tua is making all of his money right now is great play right here they've got a choice route to the backside he's going to take a, a peek back there but he realizes the, ba- the top safety is on the backside hash so doesn't really like the look there comes all the way back to the double move you see the great placement of the football to protect his receiver put it on the back shoulder and we know when you give these speed guys a ball in space that they can make the big plays without having to throw the ball down the field Now let's take a look at the game winner. This is what it's all about, playing quarterback, is being able to go through your progressions. We're starting to the right-hand side over here. Okay, the corner route, that is doubled. My back, checking out here to the flat. Safety's going to come down and take him. My crosser, he's doubled. We got Tyreek Hill on the backside. He's got a guy on him. And we get all the way to our fifth read, and put a nice ball up high where only Jalen Waddell can make the catch for the game winner. That, to me, is where Tua is really thriving right now. Forget about the long ball. He's made some of those. But it's all about knowing where to go with the football and being accurate when he does it.
2: What about Josh Allen? I mean, unbelievable. Talk about cheat codes. That's what <laughs> it looked like um, against against uh, his his opponents the other day.
6: MJ, I mean, it is. Every time out, you're just wowed by what Josh Allen does because now it's become the mental, which we always saw the physical, but it's the mental tied with the physical. And he does things that you just you can't teach. Right here, they've designed a play, uh, kind of this fake bubble, and then they're going to bring him back out the same side, trying to get man-to-man coverage, and they're hoping to get an easy completion to the left-hand side. The Titans actually play this really, really well. You see Josh looking at, oh man, two defenders over there, really wasn't thinking about anything else, so he starts to roll to his left. He comes all the way back to the other side, full sprint, flips his hips, drives the ball all the way back to the backside, back of the end zone, Stephon Diggs. I mean, this is kind of stuff that you're like, you're just not supposed to be able to do that and also not know where everybody's going to be to make those kinds of throws. Here's another one showing the advancement of him mentally. We've got a seven pump on the bottom to Stephon Diggs. Now, we don't usually uh, throw this ball because we've always got safety help back there. But as we have this deep over, Josh comes back and says, hey, If I can get that middle safety to jump my deep crosser, I get one-on-one with outside leverage. He sees exactly that. Safety jumps it. He's got that whole middle of the field to throw this. And again, you see the physical. The big, strong arm dropping a dime from 50 yards away on the double move. I mean, you're just seeing an unbelievable physical talent tied in with a guy that's continually growing mentally. And I mean, I know defensive coordinators are sitting there just like the two of us going, I don't know what you do to stop this guy right now.
2: You know, I have Josh Allen as my QB1 in fantasy, so I was real hype about this game, except that my opponent, Kurt, had Stefan Diggs. So that was the end for me. All right, Kurt, hang tight. We're going to get back to you in just a little bit in the show to talk about two teams you're very familiar with.
1: Time now for a total access week three pick six. Six games, winners picked, scores included.
2: The words no quarterback wants to hear. Pick six, but for us, it means <laughs> we're picking six games and we're going to start right there. Rams-Cardinals, Willie.
4: 30-17 Rams. Ooh. And I, I know what happened last week with the last-minute heroics, but I think there's still a lot of things that's broken that needs to be fixed with this team. The Rams are starting to get it going.
3: Yeah, this one was tough for me because the Arizona Cardinals early in seasons usually play the Rams pretty good over the last couple of years. I'm still going with the Rams. I got the Rams winning this one 27-24.
2: Mm. All right, I'm a... Plant my feet firmly on this floor, 10 toes down, because I know M-Rob's here. We're going Bills, <laughs> Dolphins. Who you got, Willie?
4: Come on, Willie. I'm going with the Dolphins. Oh! I am. Oh! No! I'm going with the yes! Dolphins. What's the score say it again? 31-24 in a close it... game. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all can ooh and jump around. <laughs> It's a bad matchup because they got a lot of injuries that they can't account for for what's on this offensive side of the ball. I need this defense, though, to step up.
2: Go ahead, balance it out. Yeah,
3: (laughs) well, you know, I'm going Bills-Mafia. I got the Bills 24-22. And, yeah, my Bills are banged up. They still got the baddest man on the planet, Josh Allen. But it's still early in the week. They only played on Monday. I think some of those injuries will be playing. Let's get it.
2: All right, let's go. A little Lions-Vikings, Willie. The lions 28-17,
3: like Twenty eight seventeen and I'm
4: going with the No way. I am, I am. I, I get it. they're playing in Minnesota. They got embarrassed last week. They can play better than what they've shown. I like what the um Detroit Lions are doing. I just think they're gonna be a, it's like a revenge game for a, a divisional opponent. Sure.
3: I got the Lions, man, 28 Woo-hoo! to 24. Yeah, man. So Detroit- and I really like the fight that this team has do. with their head coach, Dan Campbell. And you know what, Will, and I know you like this too. Every Almost every position, the coordinators, everywhere you look, they're a former player. players. A player. They have some street credibility with that locker room. I like the Lions.
2: Huh. Let's go Chiefs
4: Colts. 37-17. Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry, 13. I gave him four more points. You four, <laughs> 13. <good> points. <laughs> the Colts are struggling. I don't know when they're gonna get back on track. I don't know when this is gonna show up. I don't know when they're gonna be able to generate some points. Run the football. Take the man. Take the ball out of his hands so much, and get back to what you're used to doing.
3: Yeah, uh, the Colts were my dark horse team. I had yeah. them playing my Bills in the AFC Championship. But you in a ain't couple picking months. them, are you? Yeah, it's hard for me to pick the Colts. <laughs> yeah, <that's what's> going <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Something's wrong, man. I got the Kansas City. For Chiefs. now. Winning this one, 32-28 to will we'll be close because the Colts will put up a fight, but I think the yep. Kansas City Chiefs, too much talent.
2: This is one game I'm really looking forward to this week. Niners-Broncos, Willie.
4: 2017, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get this game, this offense going. I think they'll run the football. He'll make his assignments a little more comfortable in mm-hmm. his second start. Still some struggles down in Denver. I know they're playing at home, but i just seen too many situational things still going
3: on that shouldn't. Yep. Yeah, you're right, man. Uh, I'm pretty close with you on this one. I got uh, 21-17. I like Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. I think their roster is better. And Russell, just go to the sideline, tell coach, you know what's going on, and just throw the ball, man. Just go do your thing, And man. that 49ers yeah. defense is man, I got to give them some props. I haven't talked
4: about them They're enough. they tough.
2: All right. NFC East, Monday night. Woo! Cowboys, Giants. Who you got,
4: Willie? 21-14 Cowboys. I had to call my boy Sean O'Hara. Oh. And he said, when they go to Dallas, they always win. But guess what? This game is in New York. So the Cowboys are going to do what they need to do. And I'm basing this solely on this defense. The Dallas Cowboys defense is taking the football away. They're getting after the quarterback. And they're playing at a high level. That's going to give them a chance to win in New York.
3: Man, you're right, dog. You're right. I picked the Giants. Uh, I picked the Giants 20-14. to 14. But dog, you're right, man. Michael Parsons play <laughs> for the other side, don't no. he do? <laughs> Got man, you I, I, like I'm want to change about Saquon Barkley. That's the thing. That's what. I, that's what, pick, what, what made me pick the New York Giants. They have a piece that the defense has to focus on, which right. makes playing quarterback just a little bit, just a little bit more easier for Daniel. <laughs>
1: As a friend and colleague of Willie McGinnis for the last 10 years, I think it's fair to say that he's been known to get a little defensive from time to time in the very best way. Here are Willie Mack's five defensive players to watch in week three. What do they all have in common? They're all kids. Yes, getting defensive. We have some big defensive
4: plays, and this is the rookie edition. So it's all rookies on getting defensive. We're going to start with my man out of Georgia. First round pick, Quay Walker, the linebacker. 6'4", 240-pound tackling machine. This kid is fast. He's great in space. He makes big plays in the open field. He's, he's long. He gets up. He's a perfect fit for the Green Bay Packers. Watch him run down some of the fastest players. He doesn't get shook. He used this lift very well, and he's a ball hawk. Quay Walker is one of the best young prospects in the league, and he's making an uh, impact right now. All right. Huh? $240 pounds twisted Uh. steel. All right. All right, sauce. The reason why I got my man sauce out here, first of all, he got his own barbecue sauce. It's smoky, (laughs) it's spicy, and it tastes like honey. That's what he said in his promo. But he's in a division, guys, where they throw the football. The Miami Dolphins, they got receivers all over the place. He's got a lockdown, and he's been holding his own on the island when it. Not Revis Island, but on his own, Sauce Island, when he's by himself and they're throwing at him. And then, Mike, they got the Buffalo Bills. Yes, they do. He's in a division right now where all his questions would be answered. He's got the meter to play in New York. He's got the skill set. He's long. He goes up for the ball. He has great ball skills. And I like the way he plays. He's very aggressive. So, Sauce, let's get it going. All right. My man right here has a motor, and his perfect place for him is in Detroit. All right. Aiden Hutchinson leads all rookies in sacks. When you talk about a kid that's coming out there making an impact right now, not only in the passing game, but in the running game, if you overset him, he'll slip you and beat you inside. He'll beat you around the corner. He'll run through you. He's relentless in the pass rush. He never stops playing hard. This is a perfect player in a perfect city for a perfect team that has a lot of energy and a, a coach that's going to push them. Aiden Hutchinson is balling. Finally All right, now.
3: sound too willing. Yeah, I, I, I love know. him.
4: Now, my next kid, I, I love this kid. He's a great kid. But we got to work on some things, okay? You're in the big leagues now. Hold him up. And, and some of the things that we're doing – We got to fix the technique. Your eyes is bad. The technique is a little bit bad. You're squatting on routes when you got the cheetah running by you. There's some things you're going to learn, especially in Baltimore, because it's a good defensive team. They've been good for years that you just got to be patient. You got to know your personnel. You got to read your keys. You are a good player. You are a first round pick. You are a good player and you'll get it going. Get them going, Marcus Peters and the rest of you guys. Marlon, get them going. All right. My next year. Kyrie oh. Elam, Bill's wife, stand up! Yeah, stand up! He better stand up. You know why? Because he ain't got nobody around him. Okay, <laughs> Dane Jackson is injured. Hyde is injured. Uh, Tradavius White is out. So guess what? This rookie got to stand up right now and play some ball. But I love his skill set. He is competitive. He plays great to the ball. He's he, he's going to face some of the best receivers right off the top. Guess where they going this week, Mike Rob? Where are they going? Stop South Beach. beach. Oh, oh, yeah. We're going to see beach. right now he's going to have to stand up and he's going to have to withstand all that they have with the Miami Dolphins.
1: So that's my rookies, and that's getting defensive, y'all. NFL Total Access, the podcast, believes that it is never time to panic in the NFL, not in an NFL play, an NFL game, or an NFL season. Or at least we used to think that. Then we saw what's happening to the Titans, Raiders, Bengals, and Colts. Sound
2: the alarm. We are entering the panic room. All right. Here are the teams who are 0 and 2 to start the year. Bengals definitely looking for a bounce back, but Joe Burrow taking a page out of Aaron Rodgers media playbook. I know what you guys are thinking, but MJ, it's only week three. Why are you panicking? Well, because no team has started 0-3 and made the playoffs under the current playoff format, which Ooh. started in 2020, and just 2.7% with that record made the post in the previous format. So, yes, there is a reason here to panic. Which team are you hitting the panic button on? Well, you, what?
4: You, you just heard my man right there, right? So you heard you heard, uh, Joey Cool? Joe Smooth. Smooth. Joe what Smooth. that mean? You what heard Joe Smooth, right? Yeah. Joe Smooth told everybody to relax. Get out of here. Get, get that like out of here. You. Joe Smooth to everybody relax. <laughs> and the reason why he's telling everybody relax because he understands. I'm going to give you a little beach setting. I'm going I'm to calm everybody down. Set the scene. Yeah, set the scene because this is a really, really good football team, and they're still trying to put a lot of pieces together, especially on the offensive line, and they know what they're capable of doing. So let everybody second-guess them, okay? Let everybody think they're done and over. That was the perfect motivation for them yep. last year. True. They'll get it together. 0-3, oh, they still might have a shot to get in the playoffs.
2: All right. Spent a lot of money the on that over there. A whole lot. The Panthers panicking? Oh. This is tough, man. I, <laughs> you know what?
3: They better be panicking, man. Look, man. Matt Rule, you my dog, man. I love you, Matt. Uh oh. Well, dog, you got to be sick. <laughs> oh. You got to be sick, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Matter of fact, let's do one more. Let's no, bring this thing no, on no. over here. Can I bring it over? Can I bring it over? Oh. Put it on, man? Look how big that thing is. <laughs> Matt Rule, bruh. You thought Sam Donald was the answer. He was a first-round pick. Mm. He won't dance. Now he's no longer starting in your league. I mean, starting in your team. You thought mm. Baker Mayfield was the answer. Ooh. Baker Mayfield seeming to not be the answer. I think you have a roster to win. Mm. You just need a dynamic quarterback. Sorry, bro. Hopefully you get one on your next round that Ooh. head coach, cause. Oh. Having the quarterbacks you got now? I don't think you're going to be there too much longer. Matt Carell is long. there. Matt Carell is there. How about Matt Can we get
2: Matt Carell <laughs> So, the Colts are not 0-2, but they are 0-1 and 1. Ooh. So, they got the tie there. Right. Why am I panicking? Matty Ice. You had him as your, your underdog yes, team, right? Yeah, when Matty Ice came through. Look at that. Woo! Seems like the ice is melting just a little bit over there. People are concerned. I There's like that. They're averaging 10 points per game. That's the worst in the NFL. Also, what's going on with my boy Jonathan Taylor? Nine carries for JT in week two. That's the fewest since week 10 of his rookie year. Y'all got to about face Let's and do real, it real, on, real, on, real quick.
1: Let's go. And finally, as we take the inexorable march into the cauldron of week three games, we have questions. Burning questions and we need answers and we need them now.
2: Oh, we've got some burning questions across the league and we're going to start right there in Philadelphia. Yes, Mm -hmm. fellas, let's go right to the Eagles. Do the Eagles have the scariest offense in the NFC right now, Rob. Mm, I'm going to
3: say yes right now. Again, I know it's early in the season. I know we're talking about the Rams. and But when you look at those three guys they got on the outside, Devontae Smith, who was a smooth route runner. You got A.J. Brown, who was the explosive threat. He's the coverage dictator of that offense. And then a guy by the name of Quez Watkins who is a barn burner, this dude can go. Three wide receivers, three totally different skill sets. You can't double one of them because the other ones can win one-on-one matchups. I got to say yes right now in this part of the season. I'm going to say yeah. And I'm going to say yeah because, first of all, starts in the trenches with their O-line. One of the
4: most physical, if not the best O-line in the game, in the run and pass protecting. And they have a quarterback that a lot of people had questions Hmm. about has now – Silence a lot of folks when you're in zone, he going to tear you apart throwing the football. When you're in man and nothing's there, he takes off and he breaks off long runs. He's a good decision maker, he makes good plays in the pocket, he's poised. He doesn't let anything on the outside affect. He knows where he's going with the football. And now that they've surrounded weapons, not only offensively, but on the defensive side of the ball, they get more opportunities. So you see them getting turnovers and shutting down the run and he's getting more opportunities, the points are going up. Ooh,
2: yes, they are. I was being petty on your behalf, Jalen, because I know Hurts keeps it classy. I'm not. Where the is at now? All right. Trevor Lawrence and Peyton Manning currently share a record. Both of them lost their first nine road starts. Well, just like Peyton, Trevor is trying to win his 10th road start against the Chargers this week. Does he do it, Emrah?
3: Does he do it? Well, that depends, right? So you're trying to tell me to make a pick right now? No, I can't make this pick right now. All right, so if – if the quarterback from the Chargers is playing, right? You know he got that rib issue, okay? If he's playing, that's going to put a little wrench in See, Trevor that, Lawrence's that's, plans. That's, 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 that's the big deal, right? Big deal. But regardless, even if he does play, man, Jacksonville got some pass rushers. Trevor Walker mm. and Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen in the National Football League. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They better be nervous. Not Peyton Manning. I was part of that 9-0-9 that
4: thing, Peyton Manning. I understood what's going on in Jacksonville. I'm going to say no. I'm gonna say the Chargers are gonna win this football game. I'm gonna say Trevor Lawrence is gonna be uh, what 0 and 10 on the road, Mm. and it's not gonna happen. I like this football team. I think it's a really good football team, but I think the Chargers' defense and Justin Herbert or whoever's gonna play quarterback, they still got enough to get past them.
2: That would mean that Trevor joins Blake Bortles starting.
4: No, I'm not gonna go that far. I'm not gonna go that far and put him on. Ten road losses to start his career. All right. Yeah, and it's a stat. That's That's not my fault. This That's not my fault.
2: All right, week three begins tomorrow with Thursday night. Football Steelers Browns, I- guys. Is Mike Tomlin making a mistake by sticking with Mitch Emrod?
3: Shame on you! Don't you question? <laughs> How dare Mike you! Tomlin. How dare you question <laughs> the great Mike Tomlin? Look, <laughs>
6: um uh I
3: I think the I think the switch at the quarterback position for the Pittsburgh Steelers I think it's coming. I think it's mm-hmm. it's close. You already heard Mitchell Trubisky talk about how he has to he has to hit the guys downfield when they open. He talked about getting the ball to Deontay Johnson and George Pickens even more. I think Mitchell's a little bit broken, guys. I really mm. do. And I think Mike Tomlin right now is just basically sticking to his word. Right? Yes. He told him he could give him a chance, every chance to be the starting quarterback. But at the end of the day, I think Kenny Pickett's coming sooner than later. I
4: think in week three, nobody's playing perfect, especially in that division. So that division allows you to have a little more patience because nobody's running away with it. And if you got a young quarterback, I say young because he hasn't played a lot of football, um, in a new system which kind of caters to him, I think they want to give him a little more time to see how it forms out. So they don't have to rush the young kid. They got Mr. Biscuit. If it doesn't work out, they'll probably move on at some point. But right now, I think they're still filling things out.
2: They're taking what the division gives them. I like it. I like that. Jackson, will keep it.
3: He's got room. He's at a 30. It's a leg raise. 40. Lamar Jackson
2: midfield and going 40. One man to be 30. He's to the 20. 10 pass, touchdown with a tumble. How oh, is that fast? And was looking back at people. Come on. <laughs> Through two weeks, Lamar has once again proven his worth. We're two games in, and he's already thrown for six touchdowns with a 120.1 passer rating, and is averaging 68 rush yards per game. Come on. Very similar, M Rob, to his 2019 MVP campaign. Let's get into this real Mike Rob report, but let's, let's put what Lamar is doing so far in perspective for everybody at home. He's the first player in NFL history to record 300 or more pass yards, three or more passing touchdowns, 100 or more rush yards, and one rushing touchdown in the same game. Is that, that's That's ridiculous. So today's prize is not yesterday's price. No!
3: How expensive is it now for the Ravens? Well, let me tell you something, MJ. I, I don't know the exact dollar amount, mm-hmm. but this dude is, has been exciting. He's been explosive. And the more steps he take on a football field without a long-term contract, he's getting even more expensive. Let's just talk about those numbers from last week. Nine rushes, 119 yards. You saw what he does. You saw what he does to a defense. He forces 11-on-11 11 11 football. 21-for-29. Hey, MJ, uh. I thought this boy couldn't throw the ball. That what they said when they said sure running back. You sure you want to pick? You sure you don't want to play running back? Who well, you can't throw the ball? And then he goes on to go for 318 yards, three touchdowns, and he runs the football and just puts all the attack on the defense and pressure on the defense. Baltimore, you better pay this, man. I don't know if there's another quarterback who has the offense exclusively built around their talents more than a Lamar Jackson. Love that dude. You need to pay that man. He's very expensive.
2: We know that coach earlier said, nah, he's going to be here for a long time. I don't know. This is looking like a pretty great audition for everybody else in the NFL.
1: This has been NFL Total Access, the podcast. Our thanks to MJ Acosta Ruiz, Michael Robinson, and Willie McGinnis. Join us tomorrow for your complete preview of Thursday night's AFC North brawl between the Steelers and the Browns. We'll also have picks for every single week three game. Till then, ciao for now.